0: This is Monica Perez here with our old friend Noble of the CFR Network. Hello, Noble, how are you?
1: Wonderful, mademoiselle, how are you?
0: Very well, thank you. But I have to say, I have to first uh, apologize for having canceled last week on you because my mom's super sick. And I wanted to also just take a moment to tell my listeners, because so many people love her. She's always giving us a lot of wisdom, that she is super sick. She's 94. And she, I was praying for her not to suffer. And she was adamant. She said, don't pray for that. Don't pray for that. Pray only that I can take it. (laughs) So I'm not happy about that, but that's her. She just wants to be able to accept God's will, have the strength to accept God's will. So I know a lot of people listening know how to pray. And I'm hoping that maybe pause for a minute and just say one little prayer for my mom that she has the fortitude to accept God's will and uh, ask God to, I think, also please spare her the suffering for her faithful servant Irene. So there you go. That's for my mom.
1: Love and light prayers. And if we can extend that for at least 20 seconds, we have some silence so people can do that. Only the Most High knows our yes. book, our final chapter and verse. And trustfully, this is not the last. But if it is, He will be welcoming your mother with open arms.
0: And my, her, her mother uh, used to say, say, Oh, we'll see you next year on your birthday, Grandma. And she would say, God forbid. I've done my time. <laughs> so my mother is waiting for Jesus and we love her and hope that she has the strength to accept. But I will also say she loves the show. I did a show <clears throat> a couple of days ago with Anthony Raimondo another regular guest and we were just talking about our like faith journey if you will. And she just she I played it for her when I was at her house and she just loved it. She thinks that we're you know, not just having fun with bad news. She thinks that we're connecting and we're really helping each other live good lives or trying to live better lives. And so I, uh, you know, it validates me because, you know, we don't want to talk about propaganda all the time, but it's there and we have to live in it and we have to try to stay good, which I know you do. Noble, you're a man of faith.
1: Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And um you've hit on some 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 key thoughts that some key points I should say. Um that little spark, being able to be, you know, that, that sort of guiding light sometimes through the muck and the mire and all of the, the doom, unfortunately, and the gloom. We have to, as I always say, shalom and balance. So peace and and balance. And what is the balance? The balance is understanding, understanding, overstanding the whole package, which includes, unfortunately, the bad. But what we can't get hung up on, which so many people do, unfortunately, who who fall or are pushed into alternative thinking, it's a heavy burden to bear. And it, it's, it's stressful. It's... It, it's tiresome. A lot of the times it can be very lonely because, you know, you've got this zeal and you want to tell everybody and everybody in your close circle or the majority will shun you. So it's it's about balance. It, it really is about balance. There is some all things happening in this plane of existence, this beautiful place that the Most High has created for all of us to live. But there are some wicked space monkeys that are doing some awful things. And <laughs> I'm taking is... notes
0: on what you're saying. It looks like I'm distracted, but <laughs> no, no, I, have I, so can, much I to say. <laughs> Um,
1: But Monica, as excellently does, and I always look for from a political standpoint. Specifically, I always look for Monica. What's Monica's thoughts on this? How is she breaking down and understanding the round? What, what's actually going on? So everyone has their part to play in this. We've just got to understand what our part is.
0: Yes, and I am hoping that in 2024 I'm able to kind of get back to some daily news analysis. I've been super busy this year. I go to we there's my mom had nine kids, there are seven left, and we take turns so to visit her and because she wanted to stay in her own house. And it's been a real privilege, but it's impossible to do a daily show that way. So I feel like you know she's not going to be able to live alone much longer, and so um, you know, I'd love for her to come live with me, but in any case, I will I'm going to try to do a little more of that in 2024. But I had some really big revelations, like insights in 2023 as it wound down. So I want to share those with you and yes. the things that you just said. So <clears throat> you said peace and balance, So I want to start with. I'll get to that in a second, but first I want to say something that I just realized like a week or two ago, and I have no doubt at all, that the black pill, so people who talk about the truth like we do, there are a lot of people who just cannot see the positive. It's sure. it is, I'm telling you, I look at the chemtrails and it just rips my heart out. Like I hate it. I hate that they're blanketing us with poison all the time. And and people are blind to it, but that black pill, that hopelessness, that's a psyop. And if you ever wonder if somebody's a fed or whatever, if it's all black pill, like they I'm not saying that they're like reporting to, for duty, but they are doing the work of the dark side. And that's not okay. So God created. Heaven and Earth, and said it was good, and I and it is. I understand that we're probably not going to. I don't know if it's like official, like doctrine that we don't win in this realm, but it doesn't mean that we don't <clears throat> respect what God gave us and um, not to fall into that total negativity. There is joy, and I think that's what we have to pass on to our kids: is this feeling of um, gratitude and respect for God's creation and uh, responsibility for our the role that we're meant to play here. And it's, it's a positive. You have to think of it as a positive moving forward.
1: Agreed. It's, it's easy. It is very easy just to stay in that sort of window of depression and woe is me there's nothing i can do to affect greater change in regards to let's say uh the federal reserve system when people understand understand and overstand the, how the financial system is and how it works it's like well how am i supposed to win well number one the most high enabled you to wake up. That's the first thing. So you've won in, in that respect, physically, you have won, you are alive, you are breathing. Trustfully, you have food, clothing, and shelter. So here's another here's another plus. Can you see, can you hear? Do you have all your fingers, toes, and limbs? Look, come on, like how much more positives do we need to get through? Oh, okay, well, maybe you, you haven't found the perfect relationship, let's say. Or maybe you haven't found your career and you're just stuck in a just over broke scenario. Yeah, we can understand that. But when we weigh it up, there's so little negatives versus the positives. And as I say, it's easy to get sucked into, oh, it's negative, it's negative, it, it's, it's terrible. And then you surround yourself with people who are all negative and you all have the pity party, misery loves company, rather than saying, let's let's break the cycle. I mean, wait a minute. We, I've got a pocket computer, Monica. Yeah, <laughs> I in, know. It's, it's in my pocket. I, I, I've got the ability. Go on.
0: Even when I was a little kid, That's like how much has turned... When I was a little kid, we didn't have air conditioning or anything. And I grew up in New York where it's very humid and a lot of mosquitoes... And I'm telling you all night, every night I was just wrapped. I couldn't sleep because it was so sticky and gross and I would have mosquito bites all over. And I have read little accounts from ancient times where people say like life is just a constant stream of suffering. And I feel like we don't, we really have very, even the poorest among us in America anyway, and probably in the UK, they, they aren't I mean, yes, there are people who are drug addicts and people who aren't capable of, you know, taking what's given to them, but basically we're not wracked with pain and it, and it allows us to have a more abstract sense of suffering. But that is, you know, you know, it's a rich man's problem in a way. Now we can't let the bastards get away with it. We have to acknowledge what they're doing. And that brings me to another insight that I had for this year as I see the world unfolding around me that. The you know I've heard war is the health of the state and blah 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 but I just had an aha moment like it's it's just all about war I mean these people are war and when yes. we hear you know the Prince of Peace Jesus the Prince of Peace it's not just you know I always thought of it as like inner peace I mean we need peace like if you we can all band together with whatever your ideology is you can be into welfare socialism or anarcho capitalism we can all reject war and and praise peace
1: agreed agreed i mean it's it it seems i mean going back to as you say a a childhood um, mentality when i used to see the the bosnian war and all of this stuff i always used to think to myself why don't the um these leaders why don't they fight it out why are they sending people who haven't made this decision to be slaughtered to, to, you know to be in essence ritually sacrificed I mean they, they're appeasing somebody something's driving this you know uh, as we've alluded to bef- many times in many of our conversations and other conversations I've had there are wicked people but we've got to get outside of the physicality principalities, in high places, we're we're dealing with a spiritual war, but it's unfortunately manifested in our physical realm. So many people are concentrating on the physical, on uh, the gates of hell, Charles Schwab, and all of these characters, these these figures, these plots, these villains in the movie. You know, where along taking a ride in the movie of sorts. But at the same time, we have the ability to write our own scripts within the movie. That's what people fail to realize. There's a a limited amount that we can do to a point, but what can we do? We can affect us. We can affect, if you want to stop something, let's say I want to stop smoking. The government doesn't help you do that, do they? You make the decision to say, I'm going to stop smoking or I'm going to take up this sport. I'm going to start. Do you remember the film with Jim Carrey? Yes, man. No, it's a film where he was. It's I I recommend everybody to watch this. It's a film where he was. He wasn't very confident of himself. He was, um, I guess, he was a shell. He didn't want to experience the experience of doing something different. Was just way too off for him. You know, it was outside of the comfort, but at comfort zone. Cut a long story short, he gets hypnotized. The hypnotist, I think, dies in the process, and he's in this trance where it's he he he's supposed to accept so accept a request. So if someone said, hey, Dave, let's go to the cinema. Historically, he would say, oh, wait a minute. Is that the time? Shit, I've got to go. This new sense would be, I've been offered an opportunity. Grasp this opportunity no matter how stupid it is. If someone says, ask you a question, the question should be, yes, I'll do it. Do you want to? uh, I need a lift, Jim okay where do you want to go so this in turn takes him on journeys and paths and meeting people which he would have never met before and in turn changes his outlook on life changes him as a person
0: that's funny that while you're talking, I'm thinking of how I was raised by my parents. And like Stella just put up a quote, the kingdom of heaven is within. That's mm-hmm. Luke 17, 21. I really should probably make a New Year's resolution to to do more spiritual reading because I'm pretty ignorant and I'm always just trying to intuit things. I'm not good at it. But my parents were much more by the book. And one thing that they taught me, and I did actually kind of absorb it, was to go out of your way to, um, to seek out opportunities to perform corporal and spiritual works of mercy. So if you, you know, to visit the sick or whatever. So like that's my, um, like that's when you say yes, like that's what you do. Somebody needs a ride home from work. I would always say yes. I would always look for those opportunities. And one of the objections I have to the welfare state and people might think that I'm, Like not making sense, I don't know, but that when you go through the, um, the, if the welfare state is providing everyone everything, you don't have any opportunities to perform those corporate works. First, now I'm not saying that I want people to suffer so I have a chance, but the fact that this is a veil of tears and that we do, we are afraid of what's happening around us and that people, you know, there are bad people in control. I mean, it's a little more abstract, but it is that opportunity for you to not give in to despair, to go out of your way even more than ever to like reach out to people and be a model of kindness or um charity. like my yes. mantra for twenty twenty four is going to be faith, hope, and charity. Like those are the three things that I mean, I really want to focus on, and we and we have the opportunities to to demonstrate that by the very nature of the kind of super dark times we're living Mm, in.
1: Definitely. And I like the way you topped it off by the charity, that a charity comes into the form of the manifestation of the faith and the hope, putting in the works, because faith without works is ultimately death. We cannot just spiritualize ourselves and think our way out of this situation or out of our own. Let's take away the, let's stop the externalization and let's talk more personal. We, we, we cannot govern, we cannot mentally think our way out of anything. We have to start. It starts in the mental, it starts there, the plan, the plot, the strategy. But the, the performance, the manifestation is done physically. So you have people who will, this is the plan. I I tend not to have these people in my life anymore, but they talk (laughs) and they talk and they talk, Monica. (laughs) And Monica, you guess what? I've got this plan. I am going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you're like, okay, that's excellent. And you try to...
0: It sounds like my diet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all do it. I mean, look, we're not perfect. We're imperfect beings. Totally the only perfect person who ever walked the plane of this existence would have been Yeshua Hamashiach known as Jesus so you know we try to be as much like that but we, we can't we all have our you know our downfalls but ultimately it's what can we do we we can we can talk about it we can talk about it we can talk about it but at some point we've got to open the door and we've got to step out into this big world and we've got to at some point, we've got to make. And now, again, this isn't for everybody. But in my opinion, in my opinion, when you're when you're gone from this three dimensional realm, and you know your your car, your spirit, the energy source, your soul, um, is is transported to the twelfth dimension, nineteenth dimension, whatever it may be, however we want to verbalize it. But what? have you left here what significance are people gonna say oh good riddance to bad rubbish i'm so glad that person is no longer here or are they gonna say she or he touched somebody he touched me he did some things that enabled me to grow as a person or he helped me financially he or she helped me spiritually in the time where i was at my lowest these are the things that we have to leave behind. It we have, we've got our own personal responsibility. Um, but at the same time, we have to see the bigger picture and we are all one of sorts. And if we don't think and, and, and get away from the the collective and more about the individual, that's when we start to lose and, and we're losing currently because it's all about the self. 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 What about your fellow man, your fellow woman? What about your neighbor who doesn't know the truth? How about how helping them with the garbage? As y'all say over there, you know <laughs> <little>
0: things. <clears throat> I agree with you strongly about the practice, and I discovered it doing something that um, you know my parents would definitely frown on. I got into yoga for a while, so I got into yoga for the physical stuff, and I was so amazed by it. it was obviously something profound and i looked into it, I was like well, who invented yoga and boy i just fell right into a rabbit hole like 3500 yes. years ago patanjali and all this kind of stuff oh. and i saw it said that um spirituality religion whatever it is is a practice it's a practice yes. and and it, through the meditation everything so the whole yoga physical stuff was simply so that your body could be quiet while well, your mind did this work, but that it emphasized in this Swami Sachi Dananda wrote the book that it's a practice, not an intellectual endeavor. And I completely dovetailed that with my mother and Catholicism in that Catholics are supposed to go to Mass on Sunday. It's a mortal sin not to go to Mass on Sunday. Yeah. And I, I, and like a mortal sin means you go to hell, like you're not going to heaven. And I'm like, that's very extreme. And what I I thought about that was, it's not that that you're being punished. It's that, and I'm not. I know you're not Catholic. You're not saying you have to go to mass on Sunday. But I'm just saying, in that, in this is another religious viewpoint, is that you're not being punished by going to hell. It's that you absolutely cannot prepare yourself for the presence of God if you don't have real communion like that. Yeah. And and I thought, like, my mother is so so far down that road that, like, she, yeah. you know, she really she would always go to, she would never, ever miss mass, but like, she doesn't need it the way like I need it. I needed it as a practice. And then also things like the corporal works of mercy, the spiritual works of mercy, you have to actually do things. They have rites and rituals, gets you into that mindset. Mindset. So you're, you're always living in that, in that space. And it's very easy for me to be like, to read something and understand Grok, Worst thing Elon Musk ever did was steal the word "grok," but to truly grok um, the 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 meaning of these spiritual texts, religious texts, you have to live it. I think, and um, so I agree with you there. It's a practice.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And uh, the kingdom of heaven is in you. The, the the bible he only left you basic instructions before leaving earth says so much mi- so much just so much wealth of knowledge um within it but ultimately it's you it's your personal journey so yeah, as you know i was raised a catholic and understand exactly the dogma etc but i lean to the words i lean more on the words what was written um and again it's the personal personal relationship which you can seek um additional you know guidance from these people because you know to to be a priest they have to go through through theologian schools etc so they they have to have a very good knowledge grasp on knowledge in regards to all of the major religions um so i you know at points there's not an issue but ultimately for me yeah. it, it, you are the one you are the one who's going to bear all ultimately you're going to have the opportunity trustfully based upon your actions and deeds to sit down with the most high and casually go through your book of life
0: <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh jeez <laughs> Uh, see that's another thing I like about Catholicism you get purgatory I want it I need it I need to get that stuff out I have got so much baggage I need out I need out of the baggage but let's so, in that backdrop, that we are not like sad or negative or black pilled, I think we should touch on a few of the stories from twenty twenty three and a few expectations we might have for twenty twenty four. Um just to you know bring. It, we are in the world, we are at, on Earth, and we do need to engage. I think, unless you are called to a life of you know cloistered, but all <laughs> right, I am gonna, I am gonna start. I am um, just gonna pick. If you don't mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two things that I think were probably the you know probably the most significant real events of 2023, and they both they have a lot of similarities. And I would say the Lahaina fire in Hawaii and Ooh. the Gaza war; those two things, I think, have a lot of similarities.
1: Majorly, um, on on so many different um, so many different fronts, from a from a subconscious standpoint, you know, from the the the, the viewers, I guess, um, from the, the the trauma experienced by the victims of both events, the questions raised when you just, you know, it, it I I almost feel, and obviously it, it's the festive period, so we get to spend time with family and friends, and you can imagine. conversations we have and a lot of my family say that i am i am very distrusting i'm not too distrusting of everything and i understand it (laughs) i totally understand it but you have to prove all things as it was written i'm not happy just Looking in front of a, um, you know, my phone, for instance, where we get the majority of our news from. If you are, you know, still into the shame stream media and the legacy media, and obviously, you know, looking at that stuff, I- I'm not happy and content just receiving. This is what's happened, and that's it. No, I am going to say, okay, that's. Oh, this is terrible. Let's look into it further. Let's look at some other newspapers. Let's see how they've reported on it. Let's go across the ponds and you know look at the you know and their the own. locals.
0: As a, as yes. to see what the locals think. So, like with Lahaina, the Lahaina fire, the locals were saying like they weren't allowed to get out. That yeah. um, the only the like the really old stuff was destroyed. That some things were protected. And mm. for me, obviously, it's a land grab. It's in my opinion that's the most valuable land yeah. in the world because it's the most remote land. So the, Hawaii is furthest from any other land of any place on Earth, yes. which means it's a vital military outpost. It's, it's very remote, so if you wanted privacy. So I feel like they basically don't want any individual property ownership there. They don't want anybody who's native or who has roots there to be able to control like any of the politics or anything on that island, that particular island. So I feel like there's a lot of of the land grab is there and destroying history. And I feel like Gaza is, is a similar thing, that there's land to be had there. They don't want natives on it. And I think we're hitting a paradigm shift in both of those places from this destruction by fire.
1: Destruction by fire. And as you say, most importantly, I'm glad you you raised this, the rewriting of history, because all it it will take is one generation. Our our nieces and nephews, their children, they will grow up with with the history books saying something totally different to what we've experienced and what we've lived. And they will take that as well, trustfully, <laughs> based upon our intervention, they won't. But the majority will take it as gospel. This this is the facts. That's what happens. Oh, there wasn't actually a war going on. You know, Hamas were armed to the teeth. It was a fair battle. Israel had to seek, you know, you know, they had to seek help from all the other nations, from Germany, from the United States, from Great Britain, because Hamas had such a, a, a military might. That they 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 had to receive this support. Now, what's going on with all the blue roofs, Monica, over there in uh, Oh, in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I hesitate to dive into some of those mechanistic and technical like yeah. anomalies in these stories because they're hard to crack the code. It's hard to verify that stuff, and a lot of people turn their attention to it. And I've done it in the past, like with Mm. MH370. I did it with like Mm. um, Miriam Carey. I did it with Boston Marathon bombing. Once your eyes are open to the methods, Mm. I don't look into the specifics anymore. It's the proof is in the pudding. These places are, there's going to be a real paradigm shift. And to your point about rewriting history, I think there's going to be, it's going to be extremely deceptive. So for example, I think, I mean, Anthony Blinken, I, I think he's Jewish and he's the secretary of state and he is saying there should be a two-state solution. And if he's saying that, I have a feeling, you know, that there's a good chance that they're gonna do that and give Palestine a, they're gonna call it Palestine, they're gonna give it its own state and it's going to appear as if those people have been, um, you know, protected or answered or delivered or whatever by the Western powers. But I fully expect it to be a completely um, subordinated. Is it Jordan? Like some of those countries are just complete puppets yes. of the US. So they they'll do that. Then you'll have, you know, this deceptive appearance of um, a just resolution, but it will be, you know, sponsored by Disneyland or whatever. And at the same time, all those countries that helped Israel, They will be called upon to take these refugees.
1: exactly,
0: And then you'll have angry refugees, you know, and these are not people who are coming because they want the Western life and have rejected their own homes. They're going to be angry about it. And that'll open the door for uh, something I heard James Lindsay talk about. And Courtney Turner said it's like already in Wikipedia, critical immigration theory. So you had the critical race theory. And now they're going to, you know, you guys don't have or Europe doesn't have the kind of history of or narrative. I know you've said like you're not even 100% sure that the history is totally accurate of the strictly, you know, African race-based slavery. They don't have that there. So if you want to bring some race, you know, race-based conflict to Europe, this is a good way of doing that because it's got the religion and it's got, you can tell the color people's skin is yes. you know, not quite well, right. They've, they've
1: been. They've been they've been doing that. They've been doing that that over in England for since the nineties, in essence. Not as not as prolific as it is now. So it's not necessarily the illegal immigration. Um there was there was bits oh, and pieces yes. of it, most definitely, but it's it was in it's in waves. It was in waves: Kosovans, uh, Somalians, Africans, uh, Utreans, uh, the Polish. Um, now, as you said, in, in relation to the latter part, they're they allegedly fleeing from these countries, etc. Um, those are the people, and it's difficult. It's really difficult. I I think, I think. If you have, if you're legal, <laughs> as, I mean, this doesn't sound too out of the ordinary. But if you want to go live in another country, as long as you haven't committed any kind of crimes and anything like that, which which would stop you from entering the country, and you have jobs, security, etc., there's not an issue. There's, there's not an issue with that. But we're we're getting to a point where people are coming and they're destroying their passports, so they have longer times to find. Yeah, they're, they're destroying their passports. <laughs> So, and then they're saying there's been cases where it hasn't been proven, but based upon the, the news, people who are claiming to be teenagers and they're grown men in their late twenties, right? So outside of doing that monarchy, like, you're not going to believe this. They're then allowing these men, grown men to enter colleges and be around teenagers, basically. And there's been incidents with these people claiming to be younger than they are, committing um, interesting acts with people. It's it's a controlled plan. Um, I guess I mean, look, black people, Afro-Caribbeans, and 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 Africans. I get we've in essence served our purpose here now, and so have the quote-unquote native white people who didn't want to. Um, in the early to mid nineties, they didn't want to go to the farms anymore and pick the strawberries and that kind of stuff. So then they started to import, you know, from the Eastern Bloc, these migrant workers and stuff. They've stopped doing that now. They're like they, they, they've they've babied and model coddled in reference to, you know, assistance. Assistance is for when people who can't work. They're given the government gives them money to help them until they can get back into work. They said oh no we don't want to do that anymore we want to make we want to create dependent people who have no goals no aspirations and we want to do that to the point where we're going to piss off the middle class people and the and, and the upper class people and the normal just working class people who are working every hour god sends and They're just about able to pay their bills, and people who have never worked a day in their life five generations of people and they've got big, huge, flat screen televisions, they're smoking cigarettes. They do that, they even go on holiday, they've got cars. Monica
0: Denmark was notorious for that. I don't know if you ever read that. They have generation after generation of people who don't even speak the language who were living there and they're attracted to there. Like, there are it's called a human rights industry, and I know it happens for the US. They go. These private companies go to foreign countries and they recruit people to emigrate here with promises of you get $15,000 when you get off the plane and that kind of thing. Here, actually, I don't know if they've changed our laws, but we had laws for like the first 10 years, you can't go on welfare. And the benefit of that is that people have to, as long as you have to, that our culture, it seems like America has no culture at all. But we have a a culture, a commercial culture. We have a consumerist culture and a producer culture. We work really hard. So if you want to fit in here, all you have to do is perform economically. And in order to perform economically, you have to not smell bad. You have to dress the way everybody else dresses, and you have to be able to communicate in the universal language, which is English here. So if you can conform culturally to those things... You will integrate, and so will your kids, and you're not going to have a problem. And that's why I think they will change that law, because or if they haven't already, because it is really how we have that. Like, I don't know any second generation immigrant who doesn't speak English like a native.
1: Oh no, no it, 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 it baffles the mind. It baffles the mind to think to think that you can you can be you can be flip allegedly. I'm not gonna. This is not aimed at anyone who is legitimately seeking, you know, asylum and who are who are, you know, migrating legally. These are the crazy ones who are coming over, destroying their passports, who are getting to stay in these lovely hotels, Monica, who we would spend two hundred pounds plus a night to stay in, and these guys are staying there for free. Oh, I actually had
0: a legal immigrant. I knew she was an au pair. Two things she told me that she. She went, you have to get your driver's license, even mm-hmm. if you're immigrant. And they registered her to vote, even though she told them that she wasn't a citizen. They still registered her to vote. And she said she went, um, she had some problems. She went uh, for assistance. And they said, if you're here legally, you can't get assistance. If you're here illegally, you can.
1: Yes. So
0: that. So she lied, and she never showed anybody her visa. So, I mean... She's not my favorite person, but anyway, it's, it's true stories.
1: <laughs> well, it, it goes to show you, if you do it the right way, there's oh, yeah. nothing for you. There is nothing. Oh, you've come here illegally. Oh, not a problem. So we've got a nice five-star hotel. We've blocked it all off for you. There's going to be gates around. Oh, um, you're going to complain about the food. Okay, no problem. Whatever food you like, we'll, we'll get that shipped in for you. Oh, you were bored in there. We're gonna give you some Xboxes. We'll give you some PSV fives. We'll give you a debit card because you're that bored and stuff, so you can go to town. You can go to the local town, terrorize all the people there, find a way to obtain illicit drugs, etc., and just be a total menace. Like like that. Mm? But yeah, but yet, if you came here in the fifties and you're third of or uh, first, second, third, or even fourth generation, they can say to you. Hmm, you're gonna have to go back to where your country where you came from, whether it's Jamaica, whether it's Antigua, you've got to go back home. Sorry. There was we we've missed you all this time. Like you didn't get you, you didn't you didn't travel outside of the country since you've come and stuff. And I know your mom brought you over here, but because you didn't have a passport or because we'd you know, you've gotta go.
0: That would be crazy to try to reintegrate into a, you know, it's like I my Two of my grandparents were from Ireland. I could probably handle it, although I'm not sure <laughs> they would be too fired up. But I'm just saying, like I, I can't imagine trying to go to Syria. Like they said yeah. it's Syria,
1: it, it's 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 nonsensical. But this is the whole point of it. It's to fracture us, Monica. It's 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 to yes. pit us against each other because we, again, you've got. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if I can say the the minority are the genuine ones coming over, but for the news purposes, they're showing, you know, the majority as the minority. I don't know which way it is. I don't know if it's loads of crazy weirdos coming over to, to the yeah. US and to, to to Europe and stuff, or if it's genuine people and they're just literally targeting maybe ten percent of them, saying, let's show them this, because if we can show them this, they're going to be pissed. We're paying all this money.
0: I have a friend in Sweden, and this is why the whole wall thing is ridiculous here. Because in Sweden, they have a lot of immigration from Somalia and Iraq, but they don't have a lot of in- immigration from Ukraine, for example, which is right around the corner. If you didn't yes. want cultural conflict, you would take like the place, the war-torn country around the corner for your maids and stuff, and and that's why, I, like, it seems very clear to me. And the, and then they have this terrible crime problem, and I don't know if it comes from the the people they're choosing to admit, or if there's just a cultural thing where maybe Swedes dress in a certain way, and if you take super uh, religious people who who find that like offensive and become you okay. know, rude about it. Like, I don't know, but it's definitely causing conflict. And I would say on purpose because it's not like there's a wall they could build. It's not like they're on, a, they border Somalia. They're, yeah. they're bringing people in from countries that couldn't be more different. Even even climate-wise, it must be terrible to have to live in freezing exactly. cold. It's dark half the time. I mean, yeah. how is that something you can adapt to yeah. overnight?
1: But there's no excuse. You raise a excellent point that it's a cultural difference. Now, again, you think about it, uh, eastern philosophy and culture etc and, and islamic cult. look if you're if you're a, a a proper muslim music is haram you're not even supposed to listen to me yeah you're not even supposed to listen to music monica music is a a no no so you should be on your deen which is on the path yeah and there's lots of temptations in the world, yeah. Smoking, haram, alcohol, haram, all of these things. So if they're on the right path, those quote unquote distractions should be not a problem. But unfortunately, not many Muslims adhere to that. They'll do listen to music and they'll listen to the craziest type of music. And let's look at the media, look at what's projected on the news, let's look at the videos, let's look at the music videos, entertainments. How is the West portrayed? How, how Women's fashion in 2023 is very different to how women's fashion is in, let's twi- in say, 1990. Yeah? So continue, sorry.
0: And, the, and these people quite rightly will resent their children succumbing if they came yeah. over from a place that was... Bombed to smithereens by mm. the country that there is hosting them, I mean, when yes. you're dropping 30,000 bombs a year on Syria mm. and then have to open your doors to Syrian refugees who will resent you for it, but have to go. I mean, same thing with Gaza. I mean, they have yeah. to go. They have yeah. to go. And where are they going to go? who who are who are they going to? Be grateful to if they end up in a place where they blame and then they see their children. Cause all you really care about when you're religious is that your children's souls are saved. Yes. And yes. if I mean you would be in, in terrible despair and and anger, and who knows how people react when especially so easy to manipulate then at that point. And oh, yeah. not just like our awful like, you know, music videos and stuff, but their own. People like our, um, the imams and stuff, I've read mm. many, many really documented things about how we have gone over there. That's what the Tsarnaevs and stuff are all about. They corrupt the imams and then they get the propaganda that, that has them turn yes. towards a negative approach.
1: Yes. And then you think you, I mean, are you, what is a hero? What is a freedom fighter? It depends on what lens you're looking at. What is a terrorist and what is a hero? What is, you know? What lens are we looking at? Now we have a, a situation since October where you've got children, teenagers, men. Let's say a four-year-old who has gone through this, and let's say it's it's we fast-forwarded to another ten years' time, fifteen years' time. That you, you what tr- we can't even imagine what this poor child has gone through, what they've seen, what they've experienced. They probably haven't got their parents and stuff. And at the hands of who, they're going to hold so much hatred in their heart for everybody connected to that state. They're not going to be objective and think, well, it wasn't the civilians in in their minds. You know, it's very
0: hard because I know that we have no power, but, you know, I feel like we have no power. I feel powerless, but... I also, you know, I, when I see people, this, was the, this is my example I give over and over again, but it really changed my opinion about, like, our responsibility and if we're living up to it. When I used to be on the radio and would criticize Obama for abandoning the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, I got big snaps all day long. And when I did the same thing for Trump— or championed Ron Paul, who did respect and proved with a voting record that he respected the Constitution. I was crazy for liking Ron Paul. And people said, You're being too semantic about the Constitution when it comes to Trump. So, so I, you can, I, you know, I said this to my mother. I was like, But how can you blame them? I mean, there has been this like uh, propaganda push for a hundred years that they control our minds. She said, well, You have free will. You have free will. Like you cannot blame other people for how you think. And you have a choice, and it's true. So I feel like, at the very least, you need to have the courage to speak out, which is difficult. I, 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 you know, it, I struggle. It really is.
1: It is, but the, 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 what I'm highlighting is this is not an, an, an eternal type thing. This, 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 we're we're going to have people, but trustfully not, but we're going to have people who will try and attack
0: Yes, and they'll call, they're will they either called irrational or that they have a bad religion or a culture. Yeah. But, you know, actually, when there's uh, Muslims live next to my mother and they bring her food all the time, like they really revere like the old. Yes. They have a lot of strictures and they, like my mother, they want to go to heaven. So they mm-hmm. look for what I would call corporal works of mercy. So, so there's a lot of good in, and you have to ask yourself, like, is this, are you really talking about something inherent to a religion or inherent to a culture or the worst thing I hate, the worst is they're irrational, they're irrational, they're irrationally responding because they hate freedom. It's like people aren't, even, even people you don't like in your life personally, people you have conflicts with, have an argument with. I took this class like DBT, it's called dialectical behavior therapy. It's like, you know, whatever, how you teach teens to live in this freaking upside-down world. Yes. And you have to understand it's dialectical. So the whole thing is focusing on the other person. So kids can be a little bit infantile in their you know, their center is totally themselves. Mm. And you teach them to see that somebody else has a point. And I will tell you, first of all, it helped us, you know, whatever resolve conflicts in our house, but someone else always has a a viewpoint. They have a viewpoint for a reason. They could be wrong or you could be wrong, but they have a reason, irrational or bad culture. It's just not a good enough answer, especially if you want to see Jesus in everybody.
1: But this is the thing that spirit has removed the ability to even want to see the, the, the Jesus the Yeshua in anybody. They don't want to see the light. They're, they're, they're stuck in a place where it's do you remember the term comfortably numb? Yes it's, it's that it's that times 2000. It's overboard. It's Mad Max and the Thunderdome for these these, these, um, space monkeys. And the infection is spreading far and wide. It's either put your head in the sand. Look, I know it's bad, but look, I'm alive. Monica, I'm alive. I'm paying my bills. You know, I I can't save the world. I can only save myself. But yet all they're doing is just doing the same thing. It's Groundhog Day for them in essence. (laughs) But they're they're not trying to save the tramp though. They're still trying to get into the woman's pants you know not they're not seeing the good in that opportunity every day doing the same thing over and over and over again well what good can i do
0: it's so difficult i just want to go back to what we were talking about before like the practice is so difficult like intellectually i get it all but like this is another thing from the dbt is like this mindfulness Mm -hmm. so when you get like um you know, I feel like we worry about the big picture thing. I can't stay on the chemtrails and everything. And I said, that's yeah. my mother. It's like, doesn't this drive you crazy? She said, I don't worry about that stuff. I don't worry about that. And she doesn't worry about it because she knows. It's like when I said, like, pray for me to quit smoking. I'm not going to yeah. pray for that. You yeah. got you got much worse problems than that. Yeah. I was like, Okay. <laughs> And I find that, like, the hardest thing, so I can spend all day long trying to figure out what happened on, you know, the Boston Marathon bombing or whatever, <laughs> but to stay mindful yeah. in that moment with the other person and just, you know, just to be, just to have, a like, a kind tone of voice always. Like, yeah. that. that is such a, a difficult thing, I find. Like, it's just so difficult to always be mindful of that, like, Inner peace, the peace that you find within you yeah. when you're stressed out and like, oh, this is burning, get out of my way. Like, you know, like even on Christmas Day, I was like, I, I, the gravy isn't coming out right. Just, don't that. you know, just get super stressed. And I, I feel like all the things we worry about and we feel like powerless to control. And I just, I find that like there's enough of a challenge just to, to love those people. And also, like with the immigration, yes, it, a lot of them a lot of immigrants are chosen to be disruptive, like, or they're driven out of their own lands and traumatized, and then they come here. And still, like, you have to, you know, it's very easy to fall into the trap of being, I I don't, but I hear it a lot in the, like, Christian nationalist stuff or whatever. Like, there's a lot of, um, you know, I'm not going to say hate, because that's a strong accusation, but it's definitely, you know... It feels lacking in charity and it's hard to, like you were saying earlier, like it's all a balance. It's hard to understand the truth and the path and all that, what you can not, you know, not it's be it's angry. It's
1: tricky. It is, it is. It's really tricky. And, I, and I, I totally get it because it's, you've got, look at the homeless situation in America, in Europe, in Great Britain. We're sending millions billions of money to ukraine to flip into israel don't forget all of the other places which we you know the british commonwealth uh, uh, commonwealth countries which are still within the commonwealth i can't remember how many i think it's like 40 odd or something like that great britain has a responsibility because they colonialize these places india the caribbean etc they've got they've got a responsibility now and they have to pay millions of pounds a year to sustain and support the GDP of these islands and these countries. That's their responsibility. Now, if we've got homeless people here, if the NHS system is just destroyed, if if the road infrastructure is messed up, if they've they've gone over HS2, high speed 2, Monica, is something they've been talking about for absolute years, years upon years upon years. And it went over three times now. And now, I think about a month ago, they said, yeah, so high speed two is supposed to be from London to Birmingham and then from Birmingham to Manchester. That's high speed two. High speed two now is only from London to Birmingham. They have scrapped the leg going to the north, further creating the divide between the north and south. The riches are down south. The money is down south. it re-addiction. You're the
0: workers, right? You guys are the workers. <laughs> yes. You're the, yeah. My Continue new town to I moved is in like the fringes of LA and it's a super eclectic. I've never been in such an eclectic place. And someone said, oh yeah, because this is where all the workers are. Like, that's why they are all these, like, why are there little, a million little houses way out on the fringes from a hundred years ago? It's like, yeah, that was built to house the workers. Workers. And uh, so that, that's when they have those, that's when they have those pipelines, which is, which is, by the way, people say, oh, we need public transportation. It's a service to the poor. I'm like, it's not a service to the poor. It's a way that <laughs> corporations can yes. get out of paying a just wage. Yes, it's how the middle class pays for the. You know, <laughs> I feel like a Monty yeah. Python movie. Like you know, this is how they impress the man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> See the violence inherent in the
1: system. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 awful. It all and as I say, it all triple it all trickles down because if if we were doing what we're supposed to be doing in America, if good old America, you know, yeah, if if everything was good here, you know, when. We, Home, we're not going to eliminate homelessness. We're not going to eliminate that. Well, mm, okay, so we, we can improve on it. Yeah, definitely. Slum housing and all that kind of stuff. Mm, depending on where you go, Philadelphia, these old eastern seaboard towns. Look at the buildings still made of and constructed of wood. Looks wonderful, but a terrible fire hazard. The infrastructure there, you've got empty lots of people, then a house with which, which, which is occupied. It is ridiculous. Until America sorted out, until Great Britain is sorted out, until Germany, Paris, France, et cetera, et cetera, you sort out your own home first, and then we can look at helping everybody out. But it seems the brains of the beast and the belly of the beast, we're, we're pumping out everything. The money that we, our life forces, which in turn we're recompensed in fiat money, we're then taxed on that, and then we give it back to the, we, we're forced to give it back to the government. That's the money that they're spending, our money.
0: I totally agree. They do not square away the home front. So this is, I've always had this problem because I'm a hardcore libertarian. I believe in the constitution. I don't think there should be any federal services or anything like that. But, and so I bristle when I hear people say, like, that money that goes to Ukraine could stay here and do healthcare, which I cannot stand because it's not healthcare it's a medical intervention and 9 out of 10 times i would say it does more harm than good and i mean that um but and and i do think that what would actually do real true good is just giving just lowering the taxes like cutting the spending on war and lowering the taxes and let the people people are very charitable in the us it takes so much bad policy to get Americans to stop giving to charity. I mean, they really have to do, and they're not cheating. They're really giving it to charity. It's not a bunch of backdoor scams for the most part. And, and they will do it. And they they do, they, they dissipate the money on purpose to create, I, I would say like this messy pathological society that it's just so hard to keep sowing chaos. I really think that's why JFK died. I think he knew when he got in there that we had reached a new paradigm and that that the hierarchy was um, obsolete and that we really didn't have to have war because Tesla was right. If you give everybody a powerful enough weapon, war will end. It's the great equalizer. And the same thing about, you know, there was a food revolution, the Green Revolution, which has some mixed reviews in retrospect and maybe did destroy um native ways of of sustainability, like true, genuine sustainability and, and that kind of thing. But at the time, it did appear that the problem of hunger was completely solved and or was on the precipice of being solved. And I think JFK saw how much trouble the CIA went to to yeah. create havoc and conflict in order to maintain the hierarchy. And if you read the report from Iron Mountain, it says, what are we going to do to maintain the hierarchy if we cannot gin up War anymore yes. and I so I feel like they're just uh, they do like that chaos on purpose to your point, and they're and it's not by accident that they're not squaring us away here. And by the way, the amount of taxes we pay, I've done the math on this before, if you take like legitimate self-defense off the top and yeah. even public works, like a couple of trillion dollars for public works, you could, with the taxes they collect every year, give the lower half of the country. Every man, woman, and child, like something like thirty thousand dollars after taxes every every year. I mean, there's no reason for poverty in this country at all. None, zero, none. We can all be middle class at the current tax rate.
1: Hmm. Manufactured by design, Manu- yes. Because everybody's winning, even with the war element of it. So we've got war. So, well, so Monica Noble, who profits by to, to you know by wars happening? Well, corporations, ladies and gentlemen. Lockheed Martin, Boeing, uh, Ray- was it Raytheon? there's there's contractors who have conferences twice a year and countries come to their stand to look at the most latest technology how many how many anti-tank missiles would you require um, <laughs> Germany etc there's money everywhere locking people up there's money in locking people up there's money in absolute every the judges the lawyers the solicitors the, the bailiffs the the, the the prison officers the people who maintain the prisons, the people who build the prisons, the cleaners, the food people, the clothing people. There's money. Every, It's like the, wickedness and evil and bad is rewarded, not directly, but indirectly.
0: Speaking of the defense contractors, there is this document. I could put my finger on it pretty easily. I did a show on it a while back. It was from 2019 by the RAND Corporation, and it goes through all the different ways that they could provoke Putin to invade Ukraine, something like that. It's, like, ridiculous and, like, how they can give Belarus uh, an ultimatum so they either come to the our side or we totally alienate them and, like, start a coup or revolution. (laughs) Like, it's so crazy. Right on the RAND Corporation website, people don't even look at it, but yes, they're really there plotting this stuff as if, I mean, just very... Soulless, and I want to ask you something from your side of the pond. Speaking of mm-hmm. soulless, uh, one thing that happened this year was Chucky Three ascended the, tr- the throne. Did he not? <laughs> he, had his, his, he got his uh, his coronation, his Corona. <laughs> indeed and he's super pagan like it seems like all the stuff on his i did a great show with parallel mike about the invitation to the coronation and it was full of like pan and stuff like it had wood nymphs on it (laughs) yes Yes. what's up with that guy (laughs)
1: um yes It's, it's 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 i guess for the uninitiated this is the whole family this is the whole family queen elizabeth she was she was um have you, not, have you seen that old black and white film of her having the the ceremony down in yeah yeah with the,
0: with the hitler salute that
1: was kind of funny. oh no not the hitler no, one what? oh no not that what? one what? this no, is the what? druid this is the druid ceremony so that they're they're into their no. uh, oh yeah oh yeah i didn't see that one I'll see if I can get you a clip. I'll see if I can get you to get get you a clip of it. It's a nice little black and white ceremony with her her getting crowned as as like the the, the queen, I guess, of of the Druids. I don't, I can't remember specifically what the it was a, an honorary titleage or something that did, was being bestowed. But this was what's done through the royal family. This isn't just a one off. All of them go through this passage or this rites, just like um, I can't. Is it, I'm not too sure, is it the York or, the York right? I think he, he would be the, he's in essence the chief and commander on that. I don't think it's, a, no, it wouldn't be the Scottish Rite. Yeah, the York right. I don't that, know that, the York
0: I, right. I only know the Scottish right.
1: Yeah. I've never um, seen the York right. Those, it's no surprise. No surprise. Well, I would be surprised if, if there was maybe Eastern symbolism so like mm-hmm. Vedic symbols and that kind of stuff. Then they're more dealing with the Druid, Saxon, Dramatic. That, that's their sort of lineage. Um, and obviously uh, Dracul, his lineage as well, who he's so proud to say that he's uh, linked to. But it's uh, of no surprise, of no surprise, Mademoiselle. These people aren't even English. He's, um. Yeah, he's not English.
0: (laughs) Oh, funny. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, it brings it to a whole new level to see the kind of symbolism that they trot out there. And I always do. It's just a curiosity at this point. But I always wonder how the power shakes out at the top between uh, the King of England and the Pope. And if, if if there is anyone at the helm in China who is plugged in as an equal, or if there is still a bit of a, you know, if the whole Russia-China thing is still a, um, you know, real mm. battle. And then, yeah, Sorry. and then I want to say, I think that generally, but I believe there are different battles fought at different levels. Hey. And, Mm -hmm. and that there, you can influence the other levels. And one thing that I think is really big is India. I think India, first of all, has a lot of wealth, or certainly in England, a lot of, of the wealth is held by people from originally from India. And Rishi Sunak, that was an insane way to ascend to the, um, to be prime minister. It was absolutely at no point that there was any process followed that, you know, wasn't just created at this birth moment for him. Mm-hmm. And his father-in-law controls, I think it's called Infosys or something, which will deal with will probably be behind all the data collection and everything in UK, which will level up. And so I'm thinking maybe I'm behind on this because I haven't, it's just an idea I had and I didn't look into it yet. But if India is a wild card, if it has the power to play both sides. Um, then they they would be, like, in play. And that's why I think we have, you know, there's three people potentially who could be president in the U.S. who are of Indian origin. Kamala Harris, yes. Nikki Haley, and, I mean, I don't think Vivek Ramaswamy is the, is that his name? is He's Ramaswamy, kind of like yeah. the Indian <laughs> Trump guy, like he says stuff that... <laughs> Can, um, but I'm glad you said that this business,
1: yeah. about, about Kamala because I was yeah. hearing when she first became the the, the is it the vice president? When,
0: yeah, she's the vice president yeah. right now.
1: So, so if Biden wins U-
0: again, she could be president.
1: Yeah. So in the UK, they were saying, "Oh, it's good to have a, a, a black woman as as a, as the a, as a vice president." And I was seeing it in the US media, and I was. I thought, wait a minute. I thought she was East Indian. She doesn't, she isn't. Uh, she yeah, doesn't. she's half
0: and half. Her father's Jamaican. He's a professor. And he got pissed at her because she was like acting like Jamaicans are all high all the time. And he was just like, I'm am a, I'm like an Ivy League economics professor. And, you know, you grew up on a hillside in San Francisco. Like, what are you talking about? And her mother, I believe, I mean, it seems to me, I always default to assume that people are Brahmin who come over here and have positions of power and stuff and i've had oh, people from india mm. say that you really can't even hardly get out if you're not at the top of indian society so i am i think her mother's brahmin but her mother's indian and from india and her father's from jamaica
1: so but see this is where the, i'm still confused of sorts so he's fa- the father's jamaican is he is he afro jamaican
0: Yeah, he looks, I mean, he's kind of old, so he, or if he's even still alive, I think he is. He seems a little bit light-skinned, like mixed, probably. Uh, Let me look. But he doesn't look like he's from India. Okay. Let me show you. Yeah, he kind of looks like Obama a little bit. He's got a very long face. Let me see if (laughs) I can, yeah. Let me see if I can put it in the chat here. He's a professor. Of oh, university. I
1: see. Yeah, no, I think he's, yeah, I think he's black, to be fair. Yeah, he looks yeah, like. Yeah, he is. Okay, so she's, yeah, so she's half black and oh, half yeah. Asian.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking for someone of Indian descent, like, she counts.
1: Yes. I'm just indeed. saying, like,
0: I feel like India is, has some, to the extent that there's, you know, I I, I think they're probably totally captive. Captured by the Western powers, but they do seem to have some, they do seem to, you know, not always abide by the rules. I think they were trading with Iran, like uh, when Iran was kicked off the SWIFT money system. I think India dealt with them in gold, if I'm not mistaken. So if they're not totally obedient, then they're in play, I would think. And that's probably why we want to have Indians at the helm or people of Indian descent at the helm. I just, it's just a thought I have that, like, I think probably Nikki Haley.
1: No, no, it's interesting, but I, I think just based upon my interactions, um, it's, it's, it's a two pronged thing. They're they're very interested in self preservation and, and their their culture, etc. But at the same time, finances. So that's why I think you know that, that uh, dealing with Iran when they're not supposed to, it's just, yo look, it's money. Look, come on, Britain, we need to make <laughs> some money as well, man. Come on, guys. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I do think that's part of the one one thing I'm kind of expecting for 2024. So let's talk about like some expectations for 2024. And I would say like, I think that, you know, everybody always expects wild, crazy things to happen during the election. And I I feel like there's a, you know, I feel like you're either going to get Biden and then he's going to step down or somehow have to abdicate to Kamala. And so we'll have the first woman president will be of Indian descent and black. Uh, and then, um, if not, I think maybe Nikki Haley gets it. And it's not good because she's a warmonger. So, I've if, if,
1: even seen this. I don't think I've even seen this Nikki Haley person.
0: Nikki Haley was, she was a governor of South Carolina, I think. She looks a lot, a lot like me. Like, it's wow. a lot like me. Yeah. She's, she's of Indian descent. She's of Sikh, S I K H C. Okay. Arjun. And she, but I believe she's probably, I don't know. I feel like she's made Christian murmuring so I I'm not 100% sure about that. But she also was our ambassador to the UN. And she was very pro-Israel if I recall correctly and I feel like she would definitely whatever is the plan there she'll if it's more war she'd be happy to oblige.
1: you, you don't see Mr. Um, Mr. Trump game winning winning then i take
0: it i you know my thing with him is i don't think he wants it i mean he's doing this you know it's an axe whatever but to actually have to be president for another four years he's getting old like i mean they if he's gonna do it i think they are gonna make him do it
1: Mm. Uh, optics wise this is surely optics we know you know well we know. I don't think the rest of the people know. It's all a bloody game. It doesn't matter who's in there. But optics-wise, it'd be better for Trump to be in there because the guy you got up at the moment. I'm sorry, Americans. It's an embarrassment, man. I know. It's 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 awful. It's His facelift like-
0: embarrasses me. Oh, I don't God. even like his like jokery look.
1: Oh yeah, it's, not it's knocking disturbing. facelifts.
0: I'm kind of you know, <laughs> yeah,
1: but you have to do a good <laughs> job. Exactly. It's elder abuse, Monica. It's elder abuse. <laughs> he shouldn't be put in that position. Come on, he's great. Mitch McConnell too
0: our head republican senator whatever oh yeah he, did you see the video of him just yes. like who am i where am i and they're just like just say this listen to the earpiece you know like
1: ah, it's awful it's it's it's, it's entertaining you know and we're laughing and stuff but you know remove, remove ourselves away from that and just look at they're, they're, they're human whether they're you know inhabited by demons or spirits etc. There's still, it's still a flesh and flesh body right there. Um right, right. I, I feel awful, man. Just, just, see him, get him in a little home somewhere, and yes. just leave him alone. Guys, come on, get Trump in there or get Kamala, get someone who's cognizant, who can speak.
0: I have to say so I don't know what they have in store for Biden like his the level of corruption and they have all these corruption probes and everything it's like you know what I think I did a show on it before he was even president like you can the, all that stuff was out there it includes like murder and stealing and yeah. a whole bunch of things so I don't know what's in store for him they could take him out for all I know but I do think there is one really important thing is that they do not let people behind you know into the tent who haven't proven the ability to go along with the deep state and the narrative. yes and and I I know people don't want to hear this about Trump but his father made all his money in the government he made all you know by doing projects and stuff he made yeah. his money getting um, approvals for things that other people couldn't get approvals for. He should never have owned a casino given his mob never. ties. Like that's yeah, definitely backdoor stuff. His sister is a federal judge. I mean, he's, he's had a proven record of, uh, I mean, he literally bought a yacht at rock bottom prices from uh, non Khashoggi, who's a huge um, arms dealer during Iran oh. Iraq. Like this guy, he's been in the halls of power and he, kept his mouth shut and he keeps his face on so i think he was in you know trustable in that way and nikki haley she's been in the un she's she knows all that stuff kamala harris way deep state stuff going on there binkley my former partner used to do did a great in-depth like on her connections with some like super freaky masonic stuff in california so she definitely knows where bodies are buried and once you've reach that hurdle there really aren't that many people who yeah. can take the seat otherwise they got to yeah. blow your head off which yeah is probably inconvenient
1: yes you on the old um clinton um body counts <laughs> list etc right I, I i mean unless and and an audience and monica a, a thousand apologies i didn't watch binge watch any simpsons for this predictions <laughs>
0: Boy, you know. that is the way to go. Including Tom, like Tom Hanks as the COVID spokesperson. Yes. Did you ever see that one?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. It's, like that. It's was-
1: it's, it's, uh, it's a game. This is a movie, gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> this is a movie. Um we can be scared by it because look, it's not like just your average movie where it's either going to be a horror comedy or a sci-fi or a thriller, you know, it's everything rolled into one. And unfortunately we're willing participants, unwilling participants in as extras sometimes in the main plots. Um, But look, it is a movie take it for what it is. And, um, be the best you can be. That 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 is my. That's one of the best pieces of advice I can give everyone. Recognise that this, you know, obviously this is it's real, but in regards to what's being played out, it's a movie. Uh, these these are characters. Trump. Oh look, it's Trump. Uh, our friend Mister Jones. He's saying that. Oh Trump. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kill Trump. They're gonna they're gonna assassinate. We you know we gotta look out for it. You know Trump it's it's you know
0: I mean they might but I think Biden's is probably more likely to be on the block and little poet boy says that movie Civil War is coming out next year and it is a thriller it's 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 the next Civil war they're saying that that's some predictive programming on Civil war in this country so a few other predictions I might or I should say not predictions but what to watch out for I think that there is um this, Christian nationalism. I hate to say that because it sounds, I don't know what, but I'll I'll give you an example. I don't know if I told you this, Noble, but I've told people recently, I discovered that. There, are you aware of this thing? There's like Christian nationalists supposedly yes. here, people yes. who want. So one of the, like, s- the reason it could never actually work is if you want an authoritarian situation, you have to agree on the authority and you're not going to get Catholics I mean, I guess they're trying hard to get Catholics to abandon the Pope, but a real Catholic can't follow somebody else. So,
1: Unfortunately, they can't, no.
0: Yeah, so that's a problem. And But the one guy who's leading the charge on, it's called Catholic integralism, I think, which is where you would have a Catholic state, like Franco had Catholics, or the Philippines are informed by Catholicism, Ireland is informed, Brazil used to Mm -hmm. be that way. It's like places where abortion is illegal. It's usually that kind of thing. So this guy, Adrian Vermule is, I think, a Harvard professor who's leading the charge on Catholic integralism, and I just recognize the name as being the guy who co-authored Cass Sunstein's essay, which was called, I believe it was called Conspiracy Theories, and it was, Cass Sunstein was Obama's information czar, so that was like 2008, I guess, And they were talking about how to change, how to infiltrate the 9-11 narrative. And they invented cognitive infiltration in this paper. And the paper was co-authored by Cass Sunstein and Adrian Vermeule. And now, fast forward 15 years, Adrian Vermeule is himself saying, promoting Catholic integralism. So it's obviously a PSYOP. It's obviously a PSYOP by the guy who wrote the paper on how to do this kind of a PSYOP. But that doesn't mean... So they're cultivating, you know, the powers that be or whatever the PSYOP people, CIA, are creating this, um, you know, schismatic group. It has to be religious because that's the only way you're going to get people to die for it. I feel Mm -hmm. like they piggybacked onto the Right to Life movement and um, dovetail that with pedophilia stuff, which will yeah. dovetail with anti-Semitism. That's what yeah. the whole thing of Jeffrey Epstein is all about, is, is to associate it with anti-Semitism. And, and then they gave Roe versus Wade up. So I think there's a lot mm. of reasons they did that, but what they did was to encourage. Part of that was to encourage, like, don't ever give up on this fight, you know, die for this fight. And I think that's the kind of civil war thing they're trying to gin up. And it I don't know if it'll actually come to arms, but fully expect another example, if that does bubble up to the top, that it would be a Hungarian revolution thing, or like we did in Iraq, where you get the people to come forward, the young men, the people with arms, and you mow them down. So I think civil war, it would be more like a civil massacre, But they're giving us the predictive programming, so it looks like I'm just spinning this as a yarn, but I think that there's a lot of pieces of that puzzle already in place.
1: Very much so, and correct me if I'm mistaken, but isn't um, Barack and Michelle Obama the, the executive producers of that one as well?
0: Uh, they, what was the one they did? The cyber attack one. Yeah. (laughs) I think that was a different, I think that's a different one. Although, you know, that would be, I don't know. I, I know they did one. I don't know exactly what it says, but I remember that Obama said just once, it was actually really hard to find this quote, even at the time that it happened. He said, we, if we ever experience a cyber attack, we have a poison pill in Russia that will retaliate at nuclear levels of cyber attacks so i feel like the cyber attack thing is a foreign war or will be blamed on foreign operatives like russia and the civil war is going to be about the christian thing that's what i think Mm. bad right
1: yeah it, it is it really is it just takes people just to um wake up i guess Wake up! Yeah.
0: So I think we got to keep our eyes uh, out for that. Oh, another thing, a part of that is there was an FBI memo that got a lot of press for saying that traditional Catholics or rad, radical traditional Catholics, rad trad cats, are domestic terrorists. But that's not what the memo said. What the memo actually said was They, traditional Catholics, like Latin mass people, they are ripe for infiltration by racial, um, violent extremists. And that we therefore find this to be a mitigation opportunity. So what the memo really said was that the FBI was going to start launching operations in rad trad cat circles and that it was going to accelerate as the election uh, approached. So I will say absolutely unequivocally a prediction for 2024 is that, I mean, unless shining light on it will stop it. There will be a false flag. So, I mean, if you go to a Latin mass, your priest who says Latin mass, like, watch out. Like, you don't have to report your strangers to the FBI like they said you should, (laughs) but just keep your head down and just stay Catholic, which is not going to foment violent revolution. Yeah, and uh, that's so that's a that's a something I am watching out for.
1: And there, I guess there. Um, anti-immigration and stuff, these uh, Christian nationalists?
0: Yes, definitely. And um, it's, well, it's more like, that's part of the thing, but it's more like they want the laws to be informed by Christianity. But like you and I both know, there are so many sects and exactly. the only, the only one who has a leader, like a real, like that level of leadership is the Catholics with the Pope and that the Pope, nobody, I mean, I think he might actually literally drink baby's blood. So I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't want him to inform the laws of this country. Exactly. Like I, I'm a fan of. The federalism of this country. Like if we would just restore the constitution, we would not have these problems. And See,
1: it's in place. Yeah. The constitution is in place and it just needs to be flipping in, in force. Right.
0: That's all you need. And and it's people who wanted to have a constitutional convention or change it in any way, just just restore it. Um it's a it's a setup. Even if you think, you know, even if even if there's a world in which that is the right way to go, this is a setup.
1: Major. And it's Alec Garland who is the executive producer of the Civil War. That's oh,
0: okay. Who is that? Um, Do you know who that is. I don't. I, know. Recognize, I, a heard I mm-hmm.
1: recognize the name. I recognize the name. Maybe click through. Oh, yeah, yes. Stella he's is saying
0: the he's the Jesuit Pope, which is, and he very deceptively took the name Francis. So Francis mm. was a beggar and the um, joyful beggar. He gave away all his father's money, um, which was not cool. But he, Franciscans, historically, I don't know about now, but historically very different from Jesuits. And and no one ever took the name Francis before as Pope, which is kind of weird to me. But he did, and it's quite deceptive. It makes you think he is humble. Mm-hmm.
1: In, in, in outward appearance only, I would say, Monica.
0: Dude, that guy, yikes. But I also caution against schism. I do not want a Catholic schism because then you lose your seat of power. I think the schismatics are going to be recognized internationally as the true church. I don't think so, man. Um, um, so, so let's. We have about five minutes left. Yes. What 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 did you expect, Noble? For do you have any expectations or anything from twenty twenty three we didn't cover or what you're looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Anything at all?
1: T- well i'm going to be positive i don't want to be because unfortunately there is going to be a lot of pain next year i'm i'm going to be sugar there's going to be pain next year um based upon what these space monkeys are doing 100 percent um my vision for next year is pretty much what i've always been saying monica what we've been speaking about today itself you We really need to concentrate on self and look after the people close to us and embrace and and grasp every moment we can because tomorrow is not promised, it really isn't. Uh, It's been a tumultuous year in regards to, especially, and unfortunately, it seems like every year around this period, family members and friends seem to transition. It's a terrible time, it is a terrible time, but it's at the cusp of the Jason period, um And not just myself, who will personally feel it, but through this period until April, we're going to see a lot of death, unfortunately. A lot of death. I think
0: you're right. This was your positive. Geez, I don't want to hear your negative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it leaked out then. The, the negative just it leaked out into the positive. So the, my positive is concentrate on yourself concentrate on yourself and be the best person you can there's going to be trials and tribulations but being dogmatic being dogmatic and doing the work is the most important thing we've thought about oh i'll do that in the new year my new year's resolution monica i'm going to do it i'm going to do it let's not wait until the new year let's finish this stream and let's say i'm doing it from now forget why do i need to wait to the gregorian year of 2024 on the 1st of january or january 1st as you all would, would put it like <laughs> what, what what are we doing what am i doing why do i need to align myself with with that that type of energy number 1 and that calendar i need to take pull my socks up put my big girl pants on and take control of my own life and if you're a male socks and your boxer shorts and take control of your own life forget all the other stuff remove negativity now if if that if that means reducing your inner circle from 15 people down to five then do it it's going to be difficult but you've got to be you've got to make the right steps and that's not just internally and then externally but that's again your, your your chosen inner circle or your friend circle cut the people off who are not adding value if there's no value, it has to be a fair exchange. If I'm lovely and light and I'm bringing all this wonderfulness, what? where's the exchange? It can't just be a one-way thing. You can't just be take, 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 right, Monica? Surely there has to be a fair exchange.
0: Well, I, you have to elaborate on this. Give me one more sentence on that. I'm not sure I'm following completely. It can't okay. be take take take. It has to be a fair exchange. Explain that one more time.
1: So a fair exchange in regards to what what are you giving? So a lot of the times it is an unequally yoked relationship where right. you are the crutch of sorts. But what value are they adding? What are they bringing to you? So outside of oh, maybe see what you're saying, yes. Yeah. So you may be going to someone's house every week to mm-hmm. be a counselor in essence, mm-hmm. which they would be charged three hundred dollars plus. There's no fees taking place, but they never seem to furnish you with a a nice cooked meal. They never give you a, oh, Monica, I've got a nice bottle of Chardonnay. Let's drink this. You know, thanks for the work. Thanks for your time. You know, I know you've got a family yourself and you're dedicating your time to come out and help me and enrich my life. That's...
0: Yes, you can... I It took a long time for me to realize I read this book, Boundaries, and it is also couched in Christian um, scripture where you think you're being nice, but when people like suck the life force out of you or take all yeah. those resources away from your family, they're good at that a lot of times. They've marked you as a sucker and you're not yeah. doing the world or them any favors mm. by enabling, by forwarding your resources to them. And, and a good, yes, the one-way street is a good way to notice that. And it's not wrong. You don't have to do everything everyone asks. Like being good and being nice are just not the same
1: thing. Mm. Very true.
0: So I would like to, now if you're going to say I have to start immediately, I'm really going to try, like I struggle with this, I'm really going to try to be a model of patience. I really struggle with that. So I'm going to really try to be a model. You know, thank you because I... This is my happy place and I love talking to people and everything. But I'm telling you, when I get stressed out, like if I if my stuff is burning or like yeah. I can't get the laundry done, I'm like, yeah. get out of my way. And yeah. I I want to be a better, a better model for my children. I hope it's not too late. They're kind of adults already. But no, I just it's
1: never too late. It's I let the stress
0: get in my tone of voice. I let the stress come out my mouth and I just realized that I'd like have to not do that. I have to be mindful. That's that thing, that DBT thing, which was created by a Catholic chick. Uh, it just has to be mindful and it's hard because I like to go a million miles an hour and that is not the same as mindful, not at all. But look,
1: but look, but look, your offspring will cherish and love and also pick and choose the elements of your parenting styles, which they will adopt. And also characteristics of that which they will have. You can't you can't dictate the characteristics and the things that they enjoy and those memories that they will never ever 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 forget, <laughs> for the good or for the bad. We can't dictate that. All we can do is the best that we think at that time. You've recognized. Look, this is the most important thing. See, see guys, this is we're recognizing something within our personality and our persona, which I need to change that. And now we're proactively or Monica's proactively (laughs) is doing it, is going to do the works to alleviate and change that, that, that behavior. We can't ask for anything more than that. Identifying it and and then not doing anything about it. That's where the problem lies.
0: Well, let's hope I can do something about it. And I have to also one, before we, Sign off. I really, because not everybody heard the beginning, my mom is, she's in bed. She can't get out of bed. And she's sad. So, well, I, I'm not going to say she's sad. I'm sad because I'm afraid she's suffering, but she uh, doesn't ask to be relieved of her suffering. She asks for the fortitude to take it. <laughs> and Uh, It's hard for me to like switch my to that but I'm going to ask people one more time just please remember my mother Irene in your prayers. She loves the show. She loves the community. You know us. She loves to watch like I'll probably play this for her and she'll love it. So anyway, please remember Irene in your prayers. And noble, I cannot think of a nicer way to get my mind off my worries than to spend time with you. I don't even know how late it is there. I hope I haven't kept you past your bedtime.
1: Oh, no. You, no, no, it's not it's it's only nineteen forty-one. So it's early, very early. <laughs> I have been I have been working like a quote unquote madman the last few days, even though it's the quote unquote festive season, doing back to back um interviews and stuff so no this is not late at all not late at all uh, I'm, I'm happy that I could be the crutch in this scenario and we can also enlighten and have a wonderful edutaining conversation for the listeners as well so we, we, we're killing 35,000 birds <laughs> with just one stone
0: <laughs> well it has been a joy so don't go away you gotta hang on for a sec. Um, I'm going to wrap it up with you all and Noble's going to wait till I say goodbye to him offline so that I can upload his stream if you must know the uh, the Inside Baseball. Thank you all for coming. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I know um, Noble is of the view that we... Um, is it that Christmas is a pagan holiday? Too much oh, yes, of a pagan holiday. It is, I know, but your wife's birthday is on Christmas, so you get to have a good time when everybody else. to have that joy. Thank you all so much for coming, and I hope you have a wonderful New Year. Say a little prayer for me that I can achieve my goal starting right now of being a little bit more of a model of patience. That's my weakness, so let's work on that. And uh, you know, we can change the world like one, one little, one little New Year's resolution at a time. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming.